And I'll tighten that as soon as I finish introing everyone with me, of course, the always venerable Honest Abe. Good morning. And Lady M. Hello, Good hello. Good morning. Let me see if I can try and fix this now. It's, it's falling it's, apart. Yep. I, I watched it slowly slide, 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 and then it just went. But we are here and in action on this beautiful Saturday morning. I think we're going to have a whole new system up by next week. Double cameras, I can't wait. Double, double cameras, split screen. You mean like we're going really effects. professional? Yeah. Like we're going big time? Yeah. Sweet. I scratched off a lottery ticket. I won 25 bucks with all new equipment. Yep. Oh my God. I'll go play the lottery. <laughs> I have like 20 scratch offs in my car if anybody looks I know. I found, of, I, my car. I found one in my car once. Was it from Jenner. me? <laughs> Who else is it going to be from? I'm like, why is there a used scratch off uh, ticket in my car? Because one time I did win $1,000 on one, so I'm just waiting for That's the big, the big one. That's yeah. Big one. Oh, wow. And now you've given that entire $1,000 back to them yeah. and the state of Florida lottery. Thanks you for your service. Yes, so I have. bad. <laughs> Where's Paul? Why is he in Texas? He's in Texas for work. Work? He's yeah. in a job? He's got a real job, believe it or not. I didn't know he had a real yeah. job. Kiss my, kiss my KMA doesn't He has a real job <laughs> and he produces for us? Yeah. Wow. Amazing. It's funny. You know what? He um, asked me. Well, he's like, I need help. Somebody needs to walk my dogs. So I was like, oh, no problem, man. I'll do it. And, uh, You're so gullible. I, no, he sends me. He's like, I'm just going to send you the info, where the key is and whatnot. This guy sends me a five-page outline of directions, <laughs> photos attached with his finger pointing on where the front door is, where the key is. With I'm his like, finger pointing. Like, for real. Like, I was like, wow. I to, can't. To walk dogs? To walk the dogs. I'm like, He's wait till you thorough. have. Very, very thorough. But, wow. I wish he was that thorough with his work. Ooh. At KMA Radio. Wow. <laughs> Wow. We'd be really well you, off. You know, you, know, you know, he could take that from me, but coming from you, I, I think that would really hurt. I think he needs to hear it. Uh, I think that would have really hurt him. So Ooh. I can't wait to go walk his dog. It's dogs. a good thing. Colin, you have to make an audio bite of that so we can play it when he's, <laughs> when he's in the studio. He might be listening already. No, oh, he's listening. No, he's listening. I was just on the phone with him. Oh, so hey, bad. Paul. <laughs> it's all good. I'll be there. Don't worry. <laughs> so it's going to be a fantastic episode today. We've got Jeff Borshwitz from Corona Cigar. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Florida Barn Smoker, uh, the Florida Sun Grown Tobacco. A lot of fun stuff going There's on. A whole lot of stuff going and on. And of course, we're probably going to have to hit on uh, see if he's found any new diamond in the roughs in the bourbon world. Oh yeah, because well, that's where Adam will get excited. Yeah, you had me at Meister. you had me at whiskey or, you had or malt me at bourbon. Yeah, a he big. was drooling when we went to go visit the Tampa store last year. We did the live remote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was yeah, that was pretty great. Yeah, I still have dreams about it. Just the wall, the wall of whiskey. Just we drank so much that was like our most expensive remote, and we drove. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you bring a sober person. Who drove? Adam, uh, AJ. No. Oh yeah, AJ. we bought a driver. Yes, That's we right. did. Yeah, we <laughs> drove. We were all drinking that whole. We're weekend. like, how many bar tabs do we have? <laughs> uh, we, 
<laughs> I actually think I called you. Like, did we you spend did. that much? I'm like, yeah. Was there fraud? Yeah, no, it was no fraud. I did have four <laughs> bottles of champagne. That was Adam did have a bottle of bourbon. I just remembered that. Yep. Maybe half. Did we really spend that much? Uh, yeah, that was oh, fun. Well, every week at Kiss My Ass Radio, we like to give great stuff away. Well, every week we give away a fantastic prize from our good friends over at Zykar in the Zykar Caption Contest. Last week we uh, had John Hopkins took home a fantastic prize. Make sure you check out the Kiss My Ass Radio Facebook page where you can see John's cap winning caption. This week, if you want to take home a fabulous X875 camo double guillotine cutter from our good friends at Zykar, just head to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page and you can put your best caption on the photo of the president. Playing golf in the rough. You know, he doesn't look too good like in normal clothes. Like with it tucked in. I don't know. It just, I, 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 he when should I was, be a tucked out When I was looking guy. at the caption contest, I didn't even realize it was him. Was like, what? <laughs> Who else know. did you think it was? Hmm. I'm trying to. Well, that's one way to get in the grass. Yeah. Uh, oh, is that your caption? I don't know. I'm, I'm working, on, working it. on it. Just Not as good this. as I'm last week. No. <laughs> I'll have a couple. I'll have a couple more. In the next what about week? our poll this week? All right. Every week we do a poll from our good friend Scott and the good guys over at Recluse Cigars. Last week we asked you, what is the worst fad of all time? I actually agree with all of the results this yes. week on it. Yeah. In, uh, leggings got 0% of the vote. Because guys like to see girls in leggings. I don't, I don't think leggings is that uh, much of a fad. I didn't know it was that it much is. Of, is it? Is yeah. it? I see girls in leggings all the time. No? Yeah, it's a fad. Uh, well, I'm not. I'm wearing, stamps, I'm wearing workout pants. Tramp stamps <laughs> only got 6%, which I have no problem with. No no issue. No issue. Uh, uh, I don't know that many guys really got a problem with the Mood rings, you know, the That's most dated one on there. Fad, yeah. 16%. Yeah. I had like five. Skinny jeans. So true. 34%. So true. My husband wears them. I We know. He was referenced when we did the poll last week. He was when I wasn't here. What did yes. you guys say about him? Oh, he him? referenced that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, because I didn't know, actually, that he warmed, so I kind of made a comment. Adam's like, well, Duncan wears it. I'm like, oh. Well, he's really skinny, and he can wear skinny jeans. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he wears skinny everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and, of course, the number one worst fat of all time, vaping. Oh, I wish it was a fat. Uh. Just tired of vaping. I'm tired of seeing giant clouds, clouds. of smoke pop out of every corner and every car they and every. And they literally walk around like it, somebody like. Um, it's like the size of the cigar it. box. No, no, but they medically etched it in their hand. You know, I could right. see these people they sitting on the toilet in the morning, yeah. getting in the shower with one hand outside the shower so they could vape. You know, in, you know, in between brush strokes of brushing their yeah, teeth, they're just vaping. Duncan, Duncan had a vape for a while, and I really didn't like it. So we were on a boat, and I put it on top of the beach towel, and all of a sudden, I grabbed the beach towel. Whoops! <laughs> the vape funny. went in the water. He was so mad. I'm like, oopsies. That's so funny. I'll make you quit. <laughs> but, but you know what? It really is, because you know what? Even the people who are cigarette smokers, they go outside for two or three minutes, they come back in. They, but vapors just... Everywhere. All day, All day, every day long. Everywhere. It's just too much. And they're trying to tell you, no, it's not addicting. It's not habit-forming. Really? You're People that don't even smoke vape. It's good for you. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm sure your lungs are meant to uh, yeah. take uh, chemical uh, vaping smoke. Sure. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Listen, anything that's brewed in the back room of some guy's little bodega shop, I, I got to worry about. Because, you know, a lot of these guys, that's what they do now. They're, they're like, brewing this. They're, like, making the... Yeah, it's, like, in their back room right, of their CO2 little shop. Or or yeah, whatever they're it's doing. Yeah. It's 100% natural. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations, Eric Vanovich. You took home the five-pack from our good friends at Recluse for participating in last week's poll. If you'd like to take home a five-pack from Recluse Cigars, just head to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page and cast your vote in this poll. It's tax time. How do you like to spend your tax return, return check? A box or two of my favorite premium cigars, 
a luxurious dinner out with my loved one, a vacation, a bottle of my favorite beverage, put it right into savings, or I don't get any money back. I don't think I've gotten a tax return back in 10 years. I um, I typically go on a vacation. Not yeah. this year, but in the past. Well, everybody knows how I spend my tax returns. Bourbon. Booze. Yeah. Booze. Bourbon. Yeah, just a little bit, probably. You got to make sure the bar is well stocked. <laughs> Speaking of booze, you anything in the brews lately? You haven't bought beer in like in a long time. Well, we talked about that the other day. No, we Are talked about brewing? that like months ago. Are you no. brewing currently? No, brewing or we're bringing beer. No, in. no, no. You brewing? Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. Are you done with it? Are you over it now? Because uh, you were brewing heavily for a while. There. Yeah, it was heavily in the rotation, but it's kind of fallen off. Too much work. Too much work. He's it's, got a lot it, on his plate right now. Yeah. <laughs> his, social, his social calendar is so full. It is. I've got a lot of very ex- things happening. You never know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So no more. Guy. No more. So should we rename you? No more Brewmeister. Should we call you the Bourbon Meister. Do we really need? To, we really want to go Ooh, through that re- relabeling again? <laughs> it's so difficult. I have, okay. to get a, I have to get a new email address. It'll be terrible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Jeff Borschwitz of Corona Cigar Company. Keep it lit. I can barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Nat Sherman is the leading American luxury brand in premium cigars. From the classic range of the Metropolitan and Host selections to the transformative Timeless Collection, their elegant sterling and limited edition offerings, or the bold and commemorative 1930 blend and Epoca, everyone has the opportunity to enjoy a Nat Sherman experience. Family owned and operated since 1930, Nat Sherman's tradition of innovation and commitment to excellence reminds us why America's Nat Sherman brand is known as tobacconist to the world. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Palapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars. And in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. 
Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. The recently released Perdomo Double Aged 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Aged 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Carrojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ass Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ass Radio. I'm Adam K., the Brewmeister. We are here broadcasting live in sunny South Florida. I woke up hungry again. Really? Yeah. I was hoping to Most had, people do. I, I know, but I don't eat breakfast typically, so I'm usually like, I get through it and I don't get hungry, but I think it's just sitting around in the radio show, because during work, you never see me eat in the morning. No, no. never. Never. I don't well, eat I don't all day. Well, I don't see you in the morning. Well, that's true, too, but I mean, from when I get into when I <laughs> yeah. you know, go home, you barely see me eat. But I think it's just sitting around talking. You know, and then I think subconsciously, I think, oh, we had a guest in the studio. Oh, Paul's we gonna, got bagels. Paul's got bagels for us this morning. Cause we <laughs> He's have, not here. When we have a guest Sorry, in the studio. Sorry, Jeff, we normally have bagels yeah, for Yeah, he usually brings bagels. But... I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have a bagel when I get there. And I, I didn't know he was in Texas. Bummer. I'm sure he told me. I just forgot. I don't listen to anything Paul says. It's okay. <laughs> and with that, let's see. It's time for what we consider to be our favorite part of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it. And stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, Kiss My Ash Radio is pleased to welcome back to the airwaves retailer extraordinaire, farmer, RV driver, (laughs) fisherman, fisherman, vast cigar enthusiast, political uh, political advocate, advocate, whiskey aficionado. Uh, a man of many tasks. Have we left anything out? A husband and father. There you go. Did we say that? <laughs> yes. Most important, too. <laughs> I'll make sure, make sure Tanya knows, yeah. Yeah, I'm a family girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jeff Borshowitz. Jeff, welcome back, buddy. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Absolutely. This is your first time in the studio? Yes. I yeah. know you called in before. Last time, well, I watched you do it in our Tampa store before, right, and I knew you used to do it in your in your cigar stores, so I thought I was going to be smoking a cigar this morning, but that's okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. I smoked one halfway on the way. There you go. Yeah. It's, it works yeah, out. we were told we would take, be taken more seriously nationally if we broadcast from an actual studio. All right. And it wouldn't be such a podcast feel if we kept doing it remotely. So okay. We made the move, what, about a year ago? Uh, at least. It's really funny because we started in the studio, then we loved it when we went to the shop. Yeah, we loved then it. Then we came back to the studio, it really hurt for a while. Yeah, but then, then we, we kind of got, got, got over it. Yeah. It's 20 uh, minutes It was nice to be a little Bloody Mary, have yeah. a cigar yeah. while you're on the air. And, yeah. Well, this is nice. It was a very professional setup, and I'm, and I'm sure the quality of the... Wires and all that other stuff. Well, <laughs> these when you don't have to move it. Every like week. our yoga mat, we do this because yeah. our guests bang their oh, watches yeah. and it's, stuff. It's the Codwells and the uh, uh, Maboos and Kyle and Gellis. They come with all this jewelry. Oh, yeah. on their wrists, and so every time they hit this table, it echoes like so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good yeah. none on my hands. Yeah. So I'm, I, yeah. you don't have to worry about me. Yeah, good call. So tell us what's going on. Well, we got a lot cooking. I, I mean. mean Got a whole bunch of stuff on the map lately. Yeah, up uh, upcoming soon is what you got the barnyard smoker. We got the Florida barn smoker. That's uh, May twentieth, and that's with Drew Estate. Yeah, Drew Estate will will hold that. They have the the what they like to call the American Tobacco Experience. You know, Drew Estate was one of the first to really do the uh, the the Nicaraguan cigar tours and cigar safaris. Yeah. So um, the American um, Tobacco Experience that they do between K- Kentucky and Connecticut and Florida. Um, gives people a chance to see how we do it in the United States, but also uh, some people that don't always have the opportunity to go, you know, to farms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, to, to take a week or two off to go to, to Nicaragua or Dominican Republic. So, is it a week or two of a well, ride? No, I'm no. saying when you go, if you to, had to bars, go travel yeah, and get you, out of town. Correct. So it's about a five day trip if you're going to right, right, right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's it it's really you see people that come to the barn smokers that have been to Nicaragua and Dominican Republic and watch how it's done there. And those are really interesting because they the stark differences between right. how we grow it here, or at least at our farm, how we grow it versus how it's grown in those other countries. Well, what are the stark differences? Oh, I feel like this is a rabbit hole. Hold that thought because I <laughs> want to get an entire segment on just the tobacco farming and everything else. Okay. But I just wanted to get into what's it like. Obviously, you hosted one of the barn smokers last year. Yes. And what what was that experience like in bringing guys in and what what was i mean were eyes open to Flor- tobacco in florida and just shocked faces of yeah they most people didn't realize you know that you could do it in florida which is kind of odd because florida was the second largest tobacco growing um, state mm-hmm. in the, in the United States, right. what, what and isn't like the climate and everything very similar to yeah, we're the Dominican? Closest, well, we're, we're pretty close to yeah, we're, we're close to Cuba. We're the closest right. one to Cuba. Cuba and, yeah. and what's also interesting. What's more important than just how close we are to Cuba, it's the altitude. We're at 110 feet above sea level where we are, and that's the same altitude where Pinardo Rio is in Cuba, right. 110. When you, go up to Dominic- when you go up to Nicaragua and Honduras, you're at 1,200, 1,500, 1,600 feet above sea level. Big difference. It makes a huge difference because that really has a big effect on your humidity and uh, on your temperature. So, so that has uh, is almost as big effect as how far up and down you are. Uh, as far as how north or south you are of the equator, wow! Yeah, so it worked out well. But but I got to tell you, we we aren't the ones that figured this out. That you know, we had people, uh, Cubans came here in eighteen ninety six. Uh, they they grew it all the way through to eighteen ninety eight and passed about five years during the uh, revolution when Cuba was getting its independence from Spain. 
they were very uncertain about what the future of Cuba was going to be. Mm-hmm. So Cubans went to Fort Meade, Florida, which is about a 45-minute drive from where our farm is, and it's about 45 minutes south of Tampa. And uh, they had a huge plantation. It was extremely successful. The only reason they left is once the Cubans got their independence, they saw a bright future again in their home country. So they packed up and left and went back because they felt they could own land. You know, right, <laughs> fast right. right. It's kind of like right. they felt they could own land instead of the queen owning right. the, 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 uh, you know, Spain owning the land. But The ironies. Yeah, the ironies, Whoops. right? Yep. <laughs> I want to touch base about what you mentioned, your farm, but I want to finish up this barnyard for our listeners yeah. out there who really don't know what this is. So this goes on in your by your farm in Florida. Yeah. So Monthly? No, it's annual. Well, we, annual. Annual. The reason we, we only grow one crop a year. So mm-hmm. we, mm-hmm. We, in Florida, we could actually have a, two growing seasons. But honestly, we're so doggone tired at the end of the first. <laughs> right. We don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> now, yeah. How many seasons of you actually harvest planting and harvesting tobacco? Uh, this will be our seventh seventh crop. Okay. Wow. So, um, but we we actually, the season starts for us in January when you plant the seeds in the seed beds and the greenhouses. You transplant those uh, tobacco seeds or seedlings into the field in this, usually the first or second week of March, depending on, you know, we, we watch cold fronts and things like that. Yeah. Right. So that's when, we, when, we, when our planting season starts. We're generally finished, completely finished, with all field work by July 1st. So the date of the barnyard falls in between. When is the exact date of the, the smoker? The barn smoker is going to occur right when we're going through what we would call our first priming. So we'll, people will actually get to see us start harvesting tobacco, hanging tobacco, the barn won't have a lot of tobacco in it because we're literally starting that week. Right. So starting. But there, there's always a trade-off when you do these things because if you go later in the season, the field won't look as pretty because you know. Right. Less the, but the barn will be full. And then the barn would yeah. be full, right? right? But your stalks in the field would only have half Prune. of the leaves. They're like, all yeah, pruned. Correct. So <laughs> if you get it there early in the beginning, the fields are great. But when you walk in the barn, it won't be covered in tobacco. Right. So, you know, it's the, the trade-off that you have. So what's the date of the, smoke, of the barn uh, smoker? May 20th. May 20th. It's is, a Saturday. It, is it a one-day event? Yeah. We start at 10 in the morning, and uh, we roll it up by 4 or 5 o'clock. And if anybody wants tickets or more information? The barnsmoker.com okay. is the, uh, the website. The, that's Drew Estate's website where they have all of their barn smokers listed. So, bar, so barnsmoker.com okay. is where you can get the tickets. And, and it, it gives a whole itinerary of what we do. Um, I heard great things about it. I mean, one of these days we were going to take a ride up. You maybe, guys should come. Maybe we should yeah. do, we do a live remote one day or something yeah, up there. But yeah, yeah So like, a... like Pedro comes up from Nicaragua, so he he does the tours when he's in for the for the uh, cigar safaris. Yeah. So anyway, so so we have both the his Nicaraguan presentation, my American one, and it's a nice blend. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's fun. What's the cost per person? Uh, I think the tickets ninety plus. You got to pay hundred dollars. You got to pay ten dollars for the cigars because we can't give away all right, the cigars anymore because that's silly FD stuff mm-hmm. so in the, in the end you're out hundred dollars oh, yeah. there you go hundred bucks yeah. make sure you check out uh, barnsmoker.com for those of you in the kentucky or connecticut areas it should be a fantastic time as well they'll be there going on as well we're going to have more with jeff borshowitz when we come back we're going to continue talking about what it's like to farm in florida and you know i want to know what's the weirdest thing you didn't think you would have to do as a farmer <laughs> keep it lit <laughs> if you had to pack a go bag what would go in it for Pepe Mendez, it was his rare Pilotico tobacco seeds, which he personally carried to the Dominican Republic half a century ago. In tribute, we introduced the Monte Cristo Pilotico Pepe Mendez, a robust cigar with nutty, leathery notes and a slow burn that marks the rebirth of a golden age. Try the new Monte Cristo at your local cigar lounge, and you may want to pack one to go, too. Surgeon General Warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now, experience the evolution of flavor. 
Sindicato cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Carrojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful, silky, shade-grown habanero wrapper from the legendary Jalapeno Valley. Produced in small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-body cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. Caldwell Cigar Company is a proud sponsor of Kiss My Ash Radio. Make sure you try all of Caldwell's lines, including Long Live the King, Blind Man's Bluff, and Eastern Standard, which were all awarded 91 ratings by Cigar Affectionado and Cigar Snob. Do not forget the 93-rated King is Dead, which earned a spot in the top 25 cigars of the year last year by Cigar Affectionado. You can find more information by following Caldwell Cigar Company on Facebook. If you're not running with us, run from us. We own the night. Caldwell Cigar Company. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the lovely Lady M, and everyone's favorite film and television critic, Honest Abe. Yeah. I wonder, what did you see? Did you see the, the commercial for the new Mummy movie? Uh, yes. Tom Cruise. Yeah. 
I, I don't know why they thought that that was something that needed to be redone. I don't know either. Are we just How many con- mummies do you need? I think there's like six now. Um, if, if that's if that's a sequel to the series, it's, it's a reboot. It's kind of like when they rebooted it's a Transformers. Reboot? It's like a, when they rebooted Transformers with Mark Wahlberg. Now Shia LaBeouf doesn't exist. It's just Mark Wahlberg in this world that has hmm. have Transformers in it. But, but you know, but you know, the 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 first Mummy movies were kind of like kitschy. Kitschy, yeah, yes. that's the word too, yeah. man. I was kitschy. trying to think of what's the yeah. word. It's like. Mm. Not a seriously made yeah. movie, yeah. but this it, one looks. Like I it's feel that to be the only done. movies oh, yeah. that should be built into series is Jurassic Park. Like I can watch like fifty of them <laughs> for real. Like, Dinosaur like, Girl didn't like any of the Batman or no Avengers. Jurassic Park. I can watch a new one every year. I do want to see Guardians of the Galaxy too, though. Yeah. Uh, uh, one more month. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's gonna look interesting. Oh yes, but anyway, well, we're here. I'm a Marvel Universe guy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm super. I'm. Ba- I'm. Uh, I made a Spider Gwen. He made me Spider Woman. Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen. Gwen. Spider Gwen. I don't know what that Get means. Right. Well, that's your name. That's Gwen. my name. Abe. Abe made me a superhero, and he's like, "Send me a screenshot of your face." Well, I just got that new sticker. And I do, and then he that... sends me back me in like a mask with a spider thing. Wait, wait, hold and on. I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait, have you, wait, wait, have, you seen, have you seen the new stickers commercial? Oh, 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 no. I, the it, kids it's, are running it's, around. It's annoying the okay. crap out of me, and have I'm really it? sick no. of it. It's a big commercial right now. It's, it's like on like every 10 minutes, but boys are boys and girls. I don't even know what that song is, but kids are running around slapping stickers on people. Well, it's, it's, it's a new feature on the iPhone, but what's really cool is, say you send me a picture via text, yeah. right? If I add the sticker on my phone, it updates it on your phone. So I don't have to resend the text. It just automatically updates it. So I haven't quite figured it all out yet, but I'll show you'll get a kick out of it. I'll show it to you after during the next break. It must not have hit my kid's school yet because I haven't <laughs> seen it. Dude, the commercials on TV like twenty times a day. It you can't was miss on it. every other minute during Spider every, single, every single break. She had sent me that earlier, days. so I added it on my phone and it just popped up <laughs> on her picture like that. Uh, that might be next week's caption comment. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that goes. Anyway, we're here in our Meet Your Maker segment with Jeff Borschwitz of Corona Cigar and uh, Florida's sun-grown tobacco grower himself. Before we went to break, we talked about the Florida barn smoker coming up. Yep. And we had gotten a little bit into the whole Florida sun-grown tobacco. And, you know, Eric Espinoza is famously saying for getting into the cigar industry, well, if you want to get into the cigar industry, go to the roulette table. Throw down a, <laughs> throw down a million dollars on black. If it wins, great. Do it again. If it wins, great. Do it again. And that's how you need to get in the cigar industry. Is that like getting into growing tobacco? Is it the same kind of an idea? I'll no. just pretend I understood that reference. Well, I, I, Means you better like win but, a like, lot like, of money, yeah. like, basically, and it's like it'll it, eat you, your pocket. You, you think you've got enough money to get into growing tobacco, but then you don't because it's just a money pit. It's kind of like a boat where they say, bring out another thousand it, if you have a boat. Like, it is like a boat. But I, but no, the thing, friend no, of the boat. Let me, let me explain. <laughs> the difference is, is I knew about this going into it. So you weren't surprised by anything. No, it was a, it was a – listen, if you're going to go make T-shirts, right, in the mm-hmm. United States – you already know that the, you, there's no possible way you're going to compete with the cost of labor in China. It's not going to happen. So when we grew tobacco, we already knew that. That was the whole reason the industry went away in 1977. There's no more crops there. So we went into this knowing that it's going to cost us a tremendous amount of money. I remember I, uh, one of the first people I had talked to was John Oliva Sr. And now he is a broker that deals with growers, farmers, right? Mm-hmm. And then he has all the farms in Ecuador. And he said, listen, it, it, you're going to lose your – Ash, sure. on this, right? <laughs> that on money because it's going to cost you twenty thousand dollars an acre to grow, and it's just it, you're gonna, you don't make twenty thousand dollars an acre. Heck start. no, you, there's no what, what your our tobacco costs forty dollars a pound for us to grow. That, really? Yes. Now tobacco in Nicaragua is ten dollars. Okay, so we already knew that, but what John doesn't know 
what I had told him, I says, listen, I'm not, a, I'm not doing this as, as a farmer trying to make money. We're a retailer, right? You're a retailer. You know people pay for something unique and something that's quality, and as long as it's very good. So your cum was on the cigar side. Correct. Correct. So that so Corona Cigar essentially not only financed but still supports the farm to this day. Mm-hmm. So no. we knew that, 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 that was not the reason we were doing this was to – that's not where the money. profit was right. going to be made. No, because we know it. There's no way. Well, it probably lowers some of your costs because you're giving manufacturers who make cigars to tobacco, so you're getting a lower a break there. No, that... we're not. No, really. And I'll tell you why. Because they have to do the same amount of work when they get actually a little bit more because they've got to import our tobacco in from the United States. There's a lot of red tape involved. You've got to get these containers out of the United States. So they don't get charged for the tobacco? It depends. Oh, okay. Some, some, it depends on the brand. Some of the times that tobacco is bought, but if it goes into a cigar like we're, like the four or five you see here. Yeah, I want to talk about these two. All right, oh, but yeah. I'm just saying it depends, on, it depends on the brand. If it's a national brand that's intended to go out to other stores, they've got to buy the tobacco. Mm-hmm. If it's a, it's a brand that's for us... It's just factored into the cost of the cigars, but it, it doesn't lower the cost of the cigars. You would think it would. I it would have, yeah. Yeah, but it really doesn't. Wow. That is really interesting. So what's the biggest shocker you've had as growing tobacco? Yeah. So it actually happened this week. <laughs> Good timing. Yeah. So at our farm, where there's a pond that runs through it, and, and, and there's always been this little alligator. He's only been like, I don't know, three, four feet long, right? You know they grow. Yeah, I know. Okay. But, so, so this little alligator, one. this little alligator hangs out, and the farm workers would always want to. They thought it was funny. So they'd always throw, you know, their lunch and stuff at oh, it. Oh no! Alligators love marshmallow peeps. Fun fact: they they love sandwiches and bread and everything else that you toss at them. And so, so I tell them, I said, "Listen, don't feed that alligator." Because I don't want that thing, you know, coming up and, and all Being other comfortable stuff. coming up right. to people. Right, scrummaging yeah. around So we tell food. them time and time again, stop feeding out here, stop feeding out You know, turn nobody around. Nobody listens. Yeah, nobody listens, right? So anyway, so last season it was weird. This alligator wasn't around. So, okay, wonder where he went. I don't know, he maybe moved off. Got eaten. Last week I get a text from one of the, the, the farm team there. And this, we have this, this fence with sugar cane that goes around the field. And that's a barrier to keep out grasshoppers and things like that. This thing, there was like an 11-foot alligator crawled out from the behind the sugar no. cane fence. Oh, yeah, thing I was saw huge. It, I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, man. That thing was going nuts and was like <sighs> hissing and all that stuff. Huge alligator. And I was like, man, I was so thankful that thing didn't make it into the field. Because what happens when you're walking through tobacco, you you know, you, he can yeah. be the next roll over from you. Right. 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 So thank God he didn't get in. So that was so the he way. got stuck by the bamboo, by the sugar cane. Yeah, we got, we got a fence behind the sugar cane. Uh. A wire fence. So he was like, he was trying to get in, though. He was looking. The thing is, they'll, he'll keep going down until he finds the gate and he will get in. Yeah. Uh-huh. So fortunately, he didn't get in the field. But I tell you what, and that thing is so big. What happens is big ones eat the little ones. So that's what I think happened to that little one. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that was the weirdest. Kind of like my brother and I. Yeah. <laughs> Big one ate the little one. Yeah. <laughs> wow, amazing. Now, now just offbeat. Um, I, I know we're friends, so I know a little bit more about you than others. But at what point did you get the concept to say I want to grow tobacco here in Florida? Because I know somebody mentioned that like, you, you said this like this is one of your most proudest things that, yeah. of your accomplishments, but. Yeah. At what point did you think that this was something you want to do? Well, there, I had always had an affinity for agriculture. When I was in high school, I was in the Future Farmers of America, junior high as well. Really? I was, I was actually state tractor driving champion. Get for the hell out! <laughs> yes, Jeff! Please tell me you still have the trophy. I do. I do. So, so, this is, so anyways. You know, he's a, you know, you know I, I didn't know that side of him, but when I, he started sending me pictures, I mean, he's like a real farm guy. Yeah. Man. He's out there in the tractor with his boys and driving yeah. around and 
hauling stuff and you heart you got pumpkins you harvest All and donate stuff. to the yep. schools. That's yeah, right. he's got a lot of stuff going on. So so when I was 13, 14, 15, those three years I worked for a lady down the street who owned a big orange grove, and so I was like basically the, the laborer, but every now and then she'd let me drive the tractor, and that was like that was like the, the highlight. That was the high that was the carrot, you know. Because <laughs> other than that was using a hoe and doing all kinds of hard work. So anyway, I always had an affinity for agriculture. So fast forward to in my 40s, right? I start getting really active in politics because this whole S-chip stuff and this FDA stuff. And one of the things they kept kept saying is, well, how many American jobs? You know, we tell them all these farms in Nicaragua and all this stuff. They were like, how many American jobs? That's all I cared about. And I was like, you know, it's too bad we don't have any farms in Florida. And I start looking. Boom, Florida used to grow a ton of cigar tobacco. You know, J.C. Newman has the only cigar factory and all that stuff. And that story resonates in Washington, by the way. The story of the only cigar factory left in the cigar city of Tampa that's that, what, that, they, that they listen to. That's what gets a guy in California or Nevada to say, you know what, you're right. The FDA shouldn't be putting these guys out of business because mm-hmm. to them it's the same thing as putting the last you know, car company in Detroit out of business. So I, I, I was like, listen, they used to grow the tobacco here. I love farming. We were in a bad recession, right? Yeah. With, you know, it was 2012. You know, no one had jobs. There was all kinds of foreclosures and, su- and stuff. I said, well, if there was a time to do it, let's do it now. So in 2013, I uh, started a, a, a planted our first. I did a lot of research, though. Google was a big help, right? Wow. So and the other thing is that there's, Google has these old books that they they archive from 100 years ago. Really? Yeah, and there's tons of information about tobacco, especially in Florida. That the the books I have are from 1898, 1896. The Department of Agriculture used to do a lot of work on that. Like you bought these books from no, Google? No, no, you can get them on Google. You just read them. Oh, digital. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, so, so anyway, so I was up in, at Altidus' farm up in Connecticut, and one of the guys, the, the guy that's head of agriculture, he goes, he goes, don't laugh about those old books. He goes, he goes, you know, those things, everything you talk about that they did 125 years ago. We're still doing. We're still doing. He goes, we're, we're a little more modern, but at the end of the day, your tobacco that's in the field doesn't know whether it's 2017 or, you know, 1717. Doesn't right. know. So, so that's why the same practices and, and the same, the same principles that are there work today. So, that's what we, uh, you know, I started in 2013. We learned a lot. Obviously, the hardest part is, is we're the only guy growing it in Florida again. Everybody else that, that used to grow it is, you know, they're, they're gone. These guys are either dead or, or, or whatever. Cause it's, now, cause is, there, is there an agricultural or farming community like like that you belong to? I, do, they, do they all get around and go, that's the guy planting tobacco in Florida? So, you know? so here's the deal. I mean, did that happen or no? Well, it was actually, I was honored. <laughs> I was invited to a... Uh, to a uh, there's a, a tobacco growers association up in North Florida, but they grow cigarette tobacco, right? So they keep hearing about this crazy guy <laughs> in Orlando uh, that's growing cigar tobacco. So they said, "Listen, come on up there," and I did, and it was actually it was fun because um, now what they grow, they you know they're all mechanized, and so you know tobacco costs them like two three dollars a pound to grow. And they, when they hear all the labor that we got, yeah, they're, they're like, what? this is crazy. Yeah. Or, they're, or they're like, how do I get into it? And I said, well, you better start a cigar company so you can sell these things because no one's buying the tobacco. Trust me. Right. You know, you got to be able to sell the cigars. So anyway, um, it, you know, it's, it's, there is just that community, but there's no one to lean on because they don't grow cigar tobacco. And cigarette tobacco is totally different when it comes to harvesting and topping and growing and all that other stuff. You know, the seed variety and plant is, basics are the same. But the hard part, which is the suckering and the in the harvesting and hanging, right. is not. Right. So, and it was. And the other thing is, you can bring a guy over from Cuba. You could bring a guy over from Nicaragua, or Climate's even Connecticut. 
It's different. They'll say, all right, you do this. They'll want to start fires in the barn to dry the tobacco. Next thing you know, you, you, the last thing we need is, is fires in the barn. Oh, because it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's hot, and, and, yeah. and it's yeah. actually the heat dries our tobacco quick. So we're the opposite. While other people, when you go to Nicaragua, you see them you know, trying to get moisture out, or in Connecticut, they're trying to get moisture out. We're actually humidifying our barn to add moisture in. Because it's it's you know fifty five percent. If you go outside right now, it's it's a little cool, so it's actually dropped down. But average te- average humidity during the day, in the summertime for us is fifty five percent. Tobacco when we're hanging it and curing it, I wanted it eighty when I first put it in, and I want to gradually drop it down right. seventy five to seventy, and then when I'm ready to get the stem dry, then we'll drop it down to sixty. So we have to control that same way you control your humidor. So while I, while I went into this looking at oh you got to do it like they do in Nicaragua, that was a big mistake. I had to figure this out on our own, but it worked out. You know, it, it, I, fortunately, I understand, you know, mechanical stuff. So right, right. If, if I wasn't a mechanic, I'll tell you now, if you're not a mechanic, don't become a farmer either. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff breaking down. Stuff breaks constantly. You think your kids' toys and bikes and stuff break. When you but get you, farm were, equipment. you were technically a real mechanic. That's what I'm saying. We'll I, I didn't know how to do that. We're in yeah, trouble. We all right. that <laughs> That's another good story. We're going to get to that on the other side. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about the news. And when we come back at the bottom of the top of the hour, more with Jeff Warshowitz. Keep it lit. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. Some of their best accessories are now even better. The popular VX V-Cutter, we all know and love with its razor-sharp inverted blade, is now available in a carbon fiber and mesh look finish. Also, the new ELX is more ergonomic in your hand and has a new internal components that give it more of the horsepower you need. These, of course, all come with their incredible lifetime warranty. Stop by, smoke in today, and become part of the Zycar Nation. Zycar for life. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. To affinity and beyond. 
That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Congratulations, champ, on winning your exhibition fight. What are you going to do to celebrate? I'm going to smoke one of these amazing Leaf by Oscar cigars. You mean Leaf by Oscar? That's what I said, Leaf by Oscar. It's called Leaf by Oscar, and yes, they are amazing cigars. See, now you're making me mad. I just want to enjoy my Leaf by Oscar cigar, but you're making fun of me. It's called Leaf by Oscar. That's two knockouts. Now I get to smoke two Leaf by Oscar cigars. That's Leaf by Oscar. This is a La Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe and the lovely Lady M. Lady M got cold all of a sudden? Yeah. You just turned it up like because two seconds Because I know everyone ago. else is hot in here. I'm like watching everyone it, start it to like... It couldn't even have dropped that much yeah, temperature. It yeah, it did. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm cold. You're just bloodless. I am. Bloodless. Yes, sir. By the way, congratulations. Thanks. Lady M got a new home. I did. Yeah. Well, congrats. I haven't closed thank you. yet. But Appraisals yeah. Um, yeah. Monday, but we're there. We're getting it, you there. You know what? Thank and you. I'm going to tell you something. It's just so you. I know. You ever see that? What's that commercial with the guy with the thief? Oh, I saw that couch. Oh, yeah. It was just so me. Oh, it's so you. Yeah. That house is so you. <laughs> It's a 1950s uh, like log cabin, A-frame type. Got like it's a cute. huge backyard. Huge She's back got a garden. Yeah. A koi pond. Jeff could teach you how to farm yeah. some stuff. It's yeah. a beautiful home. It's a beautiful home. Get some uh, tool kits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now it's time for the scoop with Coop. What's my theme music? And now, the scoop with Coop. Brought to you in part by cigar-coop.com. All right, Cigar News. Altus USA unveils Gisper Intenso. Ah, I love it. Adding to a brand that we barely were able to move the first time. Altus is resurrecting its Gisper brand, and the company has turned to master blender A.J. Fernandez to lend a hand. They're doing a lot of these. Um, Who hasn't turned to A.J. Fernandez? Uh, that's to true, too. Now. But these but, co-op. Like, yeah, uh, these uh, I forget the, collaborations. Thank collaborations. You, that's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get it out. They're doing a lot of these collaborations over the last mm-hmm. year or two, so. Mm-hmm. And I think most of them, for the most part, have worked out all right for him. Uh, over the past few weeks, Gisper Intenso, a collaboration, there's the word, mm-hmm. between Fernandez and Altus' fame, Grupo de Maestros team, has begun to arrive at retailers. The new Gisper Intenso brings what the name says, a more intense and bolder cigar experience. Made at Tabacalera Fernandez, the Intenso uses a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and a combination of Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. It's available in three sizes, packed in 20-count boxes, with a price range of six to six ninety five per cigar, hmm. it's got the right price point. Yeah, I'll tell you that. That's yeah, that's uh, that's uh, not a 
It's a nice little price there. Miguel Schodel named new national sales manager at Crowned Heads. Crowned Heads is a new national sales manager this week. The Nashville, Tennessee-based company named Miguel Schodel to the position. Joel. Who's their old sales manager? I don't think they had one. Okay. I was going to say. Yeah, I don't think they had one. They've kind of been building up as they go. He started his career at CAO Cigars, where Mike Huber and John Connor oh. both were. Uh, he then moved to Toronto Family Cigars and was named national sales manager in late 2012. In October of 14th, one month following the sale of the brand to General Cigar Company, he was named the national sales manager for Duran Cigars and had served in that capacity for two and a half years. Ironically, uh, Schottel is reunited with Crown Heads founders Mike Condor and John Huber, as we said, who also worked for CAO. Interesting little family reunion there. Yeah, best of luck. Uh, Alec Bradley, black market illicit, is to be a TAA exclusive at the 2017 Tobacconist Association of America. You didn't go this year, did you? No, I skipped. Yeah, neither did I. Neither did I. We sent Adam, though. I'm going next year. Oh, why did you get your lot back backlash over? Oh, I like where it's going to be. Oh, oh where is it next year? St. Martin. Oh. oh. Adam. Right? Oh. <laughs> yes. i to go next year. Um, Alec Bradley Cigars unveiled the Alec Bradley Black Market Illicit, a new exclusive cigar for TA retailers. It's Alec Bradley's first TA release since 2013. While the Illicit brand is under Alec Bradley's Black Market line, it's a different blend. The Illicit features a Nicaraguan binder, Honduran and Nicaraguan uh, fillers, and described from small yield farms in Nicaragua. Illicit will be offered in one size, a 6x50 Toro, and the cigars will be packed in 22-count boxes and pricing set at eight seventy-five. It sounds like the plot of a Hollywood movie, but Arturo Fuente has had a 40-foot shipping container full of cigars stolen. Man, those guys just keep... Yeah. Getting things happen between fires and thievery. That's a lot of cigars. A lot of cigars. According to a statement from the company, which appears in full below, a shipping container was stolen en route to the company's Tampa, Florida warehouse on the 3rd of April. Carlito Fuente said that the container contained hundreds of thousands of cigars, and the theft will cause more shortages of Fuente cigars this year. Fuente says the company will work to allocate cigars in a fair manner to all and is asking for patience to both retailers and consumers as they work through the shortage. He promises that the company will work diligently to recover from the theft, but will not rush production or sacrifice the quality of the finished product. If anyone tries to contact you, make sure you contact your local police. They've had some luck with getting cigars, huh? Yeah, I think one of the things is that, I mean, if you're going to steal a container of cigars, wouldn't that be the brand? I mean, it's the most popular brand. Right, but you know what? It can't be that How do you easy get away? to you're yeah, moving a container it. of cigars. And, and That's going to be the problem. Flag, That's going to be the problem. I think you? at this point, it's probably going to have to go they're probably going to sell it outside the yeah, country. Yeah, in Europe or somewhere. I mean, everybody in the country is going to know there's yeah. containers with these You can't sell tobacco on eBay, can you? No, no. not cigars. Decorative no. boxes yeah. is what yes. they use the workaround. Yeah. Crazy. So let me ask something. It's like On your retail side, you hear a story like this. Do you immediately call up and say, hey, increase my back stocks on all these? Because you, do you compensate for that at all? Well, we had a lot of back orders coming in this before this, this container got stolen. So that's oh, what's making yeah, a problem. They've, they've had an issue all year. Yeah. So now you're going to be even more backward. Right. We actually, since December, December, uh, January, we're still waiting. I mean, I'm talking about like double Chateau me, Fuentes me, and stuff. I mean, let me ask you a question because mm-hmm. you're, you're actually a little more knowledgeable in the production side mm-hmm. and the other side of it is. Here's a company that's been around for 20 years. Mm-hmm. What's the scoop? I mean, have they not figured out the logistics to have inventory on hand? It's not like they just, I mean, a new, this happens with new companies. This happens with a company who launches a brand that didn't expect it to take off. And, mm-hmm. you know, these, these, these guys have their charts. It's got to be pretty stable by now. What, why? Well, how do you know it's stable who was running the factory? Remember, you had the, 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 the general manager guy. 
died last year. And then you had the, the old man passed away. I know what well, I'm Carly, saying. Carlito's oh. running. He's got a team, and he's, he's expanding the factory as well because they knew they had a back order situation. And then you've got, when you know, when you're adding and trying to move stuff around, there's there's some issues there. I think this couldn't have come in a worse time. Obviously, the yeah. Because he's, you know, he's trying to increase production. It's mm-hmm. just, and if you've ever been in his factories, it's, it's factories. It's not one big building. It's, it's separate little things. Yeah. So, so as they grew over the years, they didn't expand the facilities enough to compensate? You think that's part of the problem? Could be. I just don't see how a 20-year of a stable company, it's like, you know, they're not peaking and dropping right. and peaking that's and dropping. True. How hasn't the logistics side been yeah. ironed out already? I just think I some, of the back end, some of the back end. Last There's year, definitely some yeah, back end issues some, there. Some issues. Mm. All right. It's been a fascinating thing. And something straight out of the Italian job right? in the cigar industry where you never thought something like that might. Well, I first heard the story. I heard that it got. It disappeared in transit before it got to port. That's what. That's and I'm like, what? What an alien ship come and take it off the? I mean, what? There's no way. It was like Captain Phillips. The yeah. is this pirates boarded it and yeah. stole a somebody giant. pushed it off the edge of the yeah. ship. I mean, come on. Is this the wire season two all over again? <laughs> right? Crazy. Yeah. No, that makes know. a little more sense. It got here and then in transit to the warehouse in Tampa. Oh, such so, a shame. Somebody invent the Lojack for tobacco. That's what we need now. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, the, Are I'm there surprised. tracking devices in, in everything? Yeah. This, this is true. Excellent point. We're going to have to take a news break. But when we come back, we're going to talk to more with Jeff Borschwitz about all the exciting things in his life. Keep it lit. <laughs> Do you love delicious beer? Do you love delicious cigars? Well, we have the perfect cigar for you. The Quesada Keg, a savory Nicaraguan cigar draped in a beautiful Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper and packed in wooden barrels. The Quesada Keg was blended to pair with the traditional Irish stouts we all love to enjoy on St. Patrick's Day. Available in three tasty sizes. The Quesada Keg is available for a limited time. Only. So grab one today before they sell out. The Quesada Keg, the perfect cigar to pair with beer. Spirit Rhino, West Palm Beach is the number one place to party in South Florida, featuring the hottest ladies performing daily. Spearmint Rhino offers $20 dances anytime, $10 dances on Tuesday with half-price champagne rooms, $3 premium drinks Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Get here early, Friday and Saturday, for half-price bottle service till 1 a.m. Spearmint Rhino features the hottest and new music with a party atmosphere that can't be beat. Parties are our specialty, so let us host your bachelor or bachelorette party. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. All right, welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm Adam K., the Brewmeister. Slipping. He's slipping. You know what those two look like? What was that uh, Will Ferrell movie? The Night at the oh, Rock yeah. Meet. That's what they look like. They're, they're bobbing their heads against the glass. Sorry we like good music, Abe. Yeah. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister. With me, of course, broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, is Honest Abe and the lovely lady. Easy, easy there, Colin. You only got 6%. Remember that. Right. I, I, hey, um, but, I hate myself just as much as they do. <laughs> Listen, it was 3% more than Paul, though. But that's that was... Paul. <laughs> Who likes Paul? Nobody likes Paul. Nobody likes Paul. Sorry, Paul. Uh, not like even Paul. your dog, Paul. Not even your damn dog. Wow. <laughs> wow, that was low. There's Colin, throwing it over the bow. Okay. Gonna, I can see the dog's depressed when he comes back home. <laughs> it was better when you Where's that pretty lady who was walking us? 
Uh, anyway, we're back with our Meet Your Maker segment with Jeff Borschwitz of Corona Cigar and uh, Florida Sun Grown Tobacco. And we've talked about the Florida the Barn Smoker coming up in May 20th. Make sure you check out barnsmoker.com. Pick out tickets for 100 bucks. You get cigars, and you get to learn all about tobacco. I heard nothing, but really, everybody I talked to like an awesome time. So we're going to have to see if we can coordinate one year and go up there and do that. It would be a fun time. Yeah. It's not that, that far away. Listen, even if you can't do the show there, right. just come up sometime. Let's do the farm tour. Yeah, huh? I agree. We'll go over there and spend a day. Yeah. I agree. Without a doubt. Chicken and watermelon. And can I drive the tractor? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's all you got. <laughs> we'll never you, see right You had him a tractor. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And bourbon? Yeah. Hey. Uh, no, so, we'll do it. We'll definitely do it. We'll schedule it next year. As long a doubt. as I can play, she thinks my tractor's sexy while well, I'm doing <laughs> do it. Do that too. Okay. <laughs> Is that an actual sick. song? Yeah. yeah. You haven't heard that. God, you gotta find this. She thinks my tractor's sexy. <laughs> it's Kenny Chesney. I'm too sexy yeah, for my tractor. No, 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 that's the wrong song. <laughs> 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 he knows he's got it. Pull it I have that right said Fred song too. Of course. So listen, you, you touched base on everything breaking down at the farm, and a lot of people don't know this about you because I mean, but you weren't actually a mechanic; you had an auto shop. Yeah, that's the, that's after my my short farming career as a teenager. <laughs> I, when I was fifteen, I started working for my dad at a gas station, and then uh, just learned how to work on cars. And I did that through college, and then ran the auto center for now years. You say mechanic? Like, mm-hmm. can you rebuild an engine? I, yeah, I was ASC wow. certified master technician. Man. So you could all, you'd do all that stuff. So I should have just brought my car over here and you would have put my under... <laughs> I was listening. I, was, I, was, I didn't shine in. You're getting ripped off I could have saved 20 bucks. He only charged you 15 bucks. <laughs> I know. Shape. When you said the word $15 to get something fixed at a repair shop, that's like, usually they won't even walk out and... Like I, said, I know, I know. Yes, that's because I brought the part with me. Not but just that. She went in there, she smiled. Yeah. I did tell them I'd bring up some cigars, though. They Guys love that. You, that's the only reason they did this, because I tell you what, we used to have a saying. It's like, when you bring a part, your own part to a repair shop, they say, <laughs> do you bring your own hamburger to McDonald's? No, you, you know, you, you're not supposed to bring your own parts. But oh, anyway. so they might not have liked that. But no, they, they, definitely, mine. they no, definitely didn't like it. They yeah. liked the part when you said, I'm going to bring you cigars. Yeah, I did. That's <laughs> all they heard after that. I'm yep. going to bring you cigars. I do. I did. Cigars on the way. No, Jeff. I'm going to bring him cigars. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's clear Ape. that up a little bit. Let's clear cigars. that up. So, so you, you, you're in this auto buy shop, and at some point you put cigars in. Yeah, that was – okay, so I had the repair shop going. I graduated from UCF, and I had a few things cooking, and I was like, you know, I love salt offshore fish and I love cigars. And I started saying, you know, I want to start a business that I can do on a national level because when you have a repair shop, you're, you're – Local. You're, you're local, you're right? localized. So I started a mail order catalog in 1996, and so I, I ran the business out of my house. But however, you can't get a merchant number or anything. You right. A residential so you're address. shipping it all to the cigar shop. So the cigar store was my commercial address. That's where my UPS account was. At the auto shop, I mean. Yeah. So yeah. UPS used to drop off and pick up. I'd load up my car with all the packages every day. Wow. Five o'clock, they'd come. We were still using those sheets to write UPS. This was mm-hmm. before computers. So, wow. Well, I mean, you had computers, but UPS didn't have that computer system. Right, right. Yeah. So they'd come at five o'clock, pick up all the packages, and that's what I did for years, and uh, and that's how I that was the you genesis. A, you made a catalog before you opened the stores. Yes, I started really? a mailer. Yeah, I started how many a mailer. catalogs did you originally send out? Uh, my first issue, I printed. I want to say thirty thousand catalogs. Yeah, and this was before catalog business was different then. Uh, I started with classified ads. Uh, that's what I did. I ran classified ads, saying free cigar catalog. And so that's wow. how I started a business. You run them in, I ran them in Golf Magazine and Yachting Magazine. And, and people just call or email. or they don't, No email. What am I talking about? So let me tell you the trick. Yeah. So back then, they used to have this company called Operator Standing By. So you know what you'd see on TV? And, and you'd say. A call they, center. That's it. 
And that's what the call center did. I was, in, I was the only employee. So the call center. Maybe call the call center. And they would say, thank you for calling Corona Cigar Company. So, so we had this wow. image of being a, a full-blown uh-huh. company. And it was really just me. <laughs> so anyway, so I would pack the boxes and ship them out. And I did the catalog. And, and the catalog back then wasn't – it was – you still had to use the old plates, and when you go to the press, a lot it was, more, lot more expensive. A lot more expensive, lot more but it expensive. was it was it was much different than things. Of you know, the one thing in the in the in the industry that's interesting is printing went down. Mailing costs have gone astronomical, though. I, I always say that the only thing I've ever seen go down in my years is cost of printing. Yeah, because of the printing computer. Be, yeah, yeah printing used to be yeah. so expensive. Yeah. Yep. I mean, nothing. Clothing, food. Yeah. Printing's the only thing I know. I know. Black and white only. I was a lot of print. Keep going down. Yeah, but the, the postage just was ate all that up. That's why so many catalog businesses went out of business, like L.L. Bean. And there's a, right. mm-hmm. there a lot of catalog companies. They, you know, if they didn't make a good shift to Internet, they, they failed. Well, I want to bring this up because you know we had Lou Rothman on the yeah. show last mm-hmm. week. I don't know, if and you... I wanted to hear that great show. He's, he's always I admi- great. I admire Lou. Lou was one of my. Yeah. He was one of the guys that I watched. I think everybody did. Yeah, of course. He was the he was the the, the, the elephant. He was the yeah. man and the pioneer. And not only that, the one thing about Lou that he is really one of the best copywriters and storytellers yes. in the industry. Right. So he's a great writer. Yeah, and he enjoys it. Yeah, you can tell. He enjoys. And so it. that's the one thing I really admire, Lou. Uh, his catalogs, I thought, were the best, and you know he was. That's what differentiated him. It is. He, he'd write a three-page story on one cigar. Yeah. Now that's unheard of because you don't want three pages. You could sell how many different brands, right? Right. right. But he would tell a story. It, it, and it's funny if you go to our archive. He talked about that because when he when they left and and why he stopped doing the magazine stuff. He enjoyed doing that in the catalogs, and everybody said, you know, everybody wanted to make these little squares, and he never wanted to do that. Yeah. And his catalog was like reading a story, and when that changed, you know. He just thought it affected the catalog but, completely. But also, Lou knew what he was talking about, too. That was and, what was great. And Lou always t- said it the way he was. Yes. He didn't care if somebody <sighs> got upset. Sometimes he, he said a little too much. Well, I mean, yeah. but it was. It's I mean, the it, truth. Yeah, yes. he just said what yeah. it was. If somebody right. got upset, somebody got upset. It's the truth, yep. you know. But he was on our show last week, and we were talking about catalogs. And, and you, as your company, not the tobacco side, but the Corona Cigar Company, you still send out a catalog. Yeah, we do. How and viable, because we had this question, or important do you think that is today with the digital age and having basically everything up on a website? Because, you know, even though it's a lot less expensive, if, you know, say you're sending out 100,000 catalogs, you know, you're still talking about $150,000 in printing and yeah, then postage. The postage. postage yeah, postage. you know. And how do you, how do you figure the response? Like, how do you... Well, it depends on... on... See, Lou had a little thing. Lou's like, if we send out a catalog and we get 10 customers... You know, it's it's not a good rate, but those guys will be customers for life. It was different build. back then, though. Yeah, when when Lou did it, that's and I and again I started during that period. So you had lists that you could rent that were good lists, and you didn't have the internet so much uh, working. Whereas now, listen, Google knows everything you looked at yesterday, yep. today. Yep. TripAdvisor, it's crazy. I'll, my phone, I'll, my phone knows sure. where I'm going before sure I leave does. the house. That's right. How many times do you go to a city and all of a sudden you're getting offers from that, from things in that city? The, the, everything now is they, it's connected yep. and they they know what you're doing. So it's much cheaper for these get for direct marketers using the internet versus the old way. We had to figure out. So what magazine do you read? You know, yeah. and, and then we had to run an ad in it or, or a classified ad. Right. And so now it's just not. Uh, and magazines themselves don't sell like they used to. No. You know, no, it's so, digital. I was digital now. They so the, so it's, it's really changed. But the, the reason why we can still do a catalog is because I started during the catalog age. So we still have some people that aren't necessarily internet people. Yep. You know what I mean? That are that are just you know reading the catalog mm-hmm. and that's what they buy. Do you have a purge? Like if you see yeah. somebody doesn't yeah, order yeah. like 
in like a year. You have to. Yeah, you you eat them off the catalog. Because otherwise you're going to waste so much money on postage. It is. Wow. So, But the internet is much more efficient and... Uh, you know that's just the way way things are now. So, so you're you're doing catalog out of your <laughs> yeah out of the repair shop repair shop. Yep. And, and you know, at what point do you say not only I'm going to open up a retail store. <laughs> no, there was there was a there was a store to, between. Yeah, there was okay. a store between. So what happens? I outgrew the house. So I had you know stuff everywhere there. So I had stuff to, everywhere in the house. So I had to, you know I was like, listen, I can go either to an industrial uh, complex and rent wow. rent industrial space, or Someone says, "Why don't you just look at this retail place? It's not in the you know the greatest neighborhoods, but not, but not a bad neighborhood, and it was about the same price as industrial space." Mm-hmm. So I opened up a retail store, and I was like, "Listen, all I got to do is if I, if I sell enough cigars just to pay for the utility bills, I'm still ahead." Right, right, right. So that's how I started my little store in Ocoee. Did it have a lounge? No, what? No. Yeah, this chairs? thing used to be a karate studio. It still had the mirrors on the wall. <laughs> no! And I still, there was a, still a chain hanging from the heavy bag. Oh, my so, God. So, so it's not like Corona Cigar like you see today. So this Do you have any a, pictures of it? I, you know, I wish I did. I have, oh. I have a couple. Somewhere. But it, so, it was, so that's the genesis of Into the Brick and Mortar for me, right? <laughs> but then my epiphany was when I started traveling to Nicaragua and Honduras. And I spent a lot of time there with, with Kiki Berger yeah. and, uh, and Jonathan and Drew. And so, uh, you know, I remember the magic of going into a cigar factory, hearing all the chevettes going and the music going and the smells and everything else. And I said, this is what a cigar store should be like. And so that's what I – that's when the Corona cigar you see, yeah. the genesis of that were the travels to Nicaragua. And that's what I wanted to do. That's why I had the furniture made there. That's mm-hmm. why the, it has the, the, the Nicaraguan theme and vibe to it. So here's the difference. You're in South Florida too. I mean, you're not quite in Miami, but, you know, you have that Latin influence in Miami. Orlando really doesn't have that. Right. So people used to laugh. They were like, oh, man, it took a gringo to figure out the Latin culture so people would come and, you know, spend money in it. And they, wow. and they liked it. They were like, why didn't we think of that? You know what I mean? So I'm like, well, that's because you guys saw it but never appreciated it. Right. You know what I mean? So so we were able to do that, and it, it worked out well. Worked out very well. It's been another there, fun and exciting episode. a lot of work episode. in between. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to keep talking to Jeff Borschwitz of Corona Cigar. Keep it lit. I could barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Palapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. 
Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano cigars by A.J. Fernandez. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Under Crown Shade, a true Drew experience. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Uh, welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, Honest Abe and the lovely Lady M. You're, you're a country music guy? Yeah. And this. He rides a tractor. This is Jeff Forshaw's theme song because, well, I'm sure his wife thinks his tractor's sexy. Uh, while, while we still got him on, I want to talk about these cigars. Oh, we didn't even get into that. No, no, How no. How did we miss that? No, no, we all smoked them. Yep. Uh, tell us a little bit about the three cigars I'm holding here, Jeff, and Adam could uh, yes, put them on the Facebook screen. The all right, so the one you have, that, that's the Davidoff Corona 20th Anniversary. And, you know, my tractor played a little role in that. When Tom, Tom Reiner came to visit the farm and... Uh, Man, he the first thing he wanted to go, let me drive the truck. He's such a great guy. So, yeah, I, I miss that guy. So, so Tom's family owns Davidoff. And uh, and so I let him cultivate a few rows, and he was like, He's man, happy. happy. And then uh, then they saw they saw what we were doing, and this wasn't like some dude with a garden. You know what I mean? They're like <laughs> looking at it, right? <laughs> rows in his backyard. <laughs> right, right. So they're like, whoa, this is the real deal. And so, um, you know, we arranged for that crop to go to Davidoff. And so that Now, just to work, I'm sure all, all our mm-hmm. listeners are getting this. All these cigars here all have... Florida, Florida sun-grown grown tobacco. In Correct. So tobacco that was grown here. Yeah, in our farm. Cured here. Cured in our barn. Mm-hmm. And then sent to be made into cigars. Right. Well, when it gets sent to the factory, they have to go through the fermentation process. So okay. that's why there's a, a year or two delay before the product actually hits, hits the market, which makes it even more expensive to do this because it takes a long time before you start getting cigars back to sell. So anyway, so, the, so that crop went to Davidoff, and so they did our Davidoff 20th anniversary, our Davidoff Corona Cigar Company 20th anniversary. Now... We have another cigar coming out from Davidoff. It's a Davidoff Tampa FSG. And so what we do when we send tobacco. Because you, you have a Davidoff Tampa cigar now. We do. We actually have we have two Davidoff Tampas. We have uh, the, the Bellicoso that has the Connecticut shade wrapper on it, real light mild right. cigar. Mm-hmm. Then there's a 2017 limited edition Toro that is more of a medium to full body. But neither one of those cigars have Florida Sun Grown in it because we didn't have tobacco. Our tobacco came wasn't later. Right. So. 
There is a, a Davidoff Tampa coming out under the black label version oh. with FSG, and it'll be a Davidoff Tampa FSG. Now, what we do is when, when the tobacco goes to the factory, guys like Hanky Kellner or, or you know Willie Herrera, they're the blenders. So they have X amount of tobacco in their inventory to work with. And what I tell them, I said, listen, take that tobacco, and I, and I said, just let's. They'll want it. They want some guidance. You know, where where do we want this tobacco to kind of end up? And I, and I said, well, on our 20th anniversary, go with, like, what's in your special R type of category, right. that that world of tobacco, right? But then the Davidoff Tampa FSG, I said, well, let's go into the black label world of tobacco, meaning, the like, the Yamasa. Yeah, they have pillars. They call them pillars. Right. right. So let's call that pillar, the one that has the Nicaragua, the the, uh, the Oscuro, and the Yamasa. Mm-hmm. So so this new, uh, the other Davidoff Tampa FSG will be in that label under that pillar. So that's what we did with the... Uh, Adam and I had our guess on which one of these had the most Florida sun-grown tobacco in it. I can tell you which one it is. Or you can guess. I'm, I'm going to guess it's the Corona, Propitique Corona. This is the one I yeah, thought. It is. Yeah, it is. That is. Right. But I'll tell you what's interesting about that. Now, that Corona 20th anniversary, that one's done by uh, Eduardo Fernandez, the guys at Casa Fernandez. Oh. Okay. So a lot, my, a lot of tobacco that guy has. Yeah. Makers so Eduardo, of cars. So Eduardo is a good friend of mine, and, and he's – Eduardo also is a farming nut. He loves farming. When we go to Nicaragua, we don't just talk cigars. We go visit his hog farm. We go to his cattle ranch. You guys tractor race? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. If we could. There's not as many. The tractors in Nicaragua are a little older usually. So anyway, so uh, so Eduardo, um, he's the one that gave me the seeds that we grow all our tobacco from. So we, we have Corojo 99 and Corojo 98. So when we sent tobacco to Eduardo, what was really cool about it, is that our Florida sun-grown tobacco is blended with its brothers and sisters from his farms in Nicaragua because it's the same parental seed. So when that so that tobacco is pretty unique that's in that, that um, Corona 20th. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that his blenders, whether it's Arsenio uh, and his crew of folks in there, are all Cubans, his entire staff that come from Cuba. So whether it's Jacinto or Arsenio right. Ramos, these guys are Cubans, and so they blend Cuban style. Right, so that blend has more of that Cuban-esque type of uh, portfolio, if you will, and so that's that's you know that was a that's got the most Florida sun growing in this as well. Intense is also done by uh, Eduardo Fernandez because this was the third cigar that we smoked, mm-hmm. and that one is going to be a little stronger. He's going to use a little higher primings of his Nicaragua tobacco blended with our Florida sun grown, so that's a little bit of a stronger cigar. All these cigars can be ordered online or in yeah. any one of your stores. <laughs> Those can all, all are from our stores. Florida sun grown uh, this. This year should be released as a national brand through Drew Estate. Uh, it'll be July, sometime like that, when it comes out. And there's a there's a fourth one too, that'll be a national brand, but very small production. I talked about Tampa mm-hmm. and the J.C. Newman factory and how historic it is. Yeah. The very first cigars made in their factory in Tampa was a brand called the American, back in 1898. And so when they took over the factory, that was the pillar brand for there. Well, well, Drew Newman had this great idea. You know, everything's about bringing things back to America. Yeah. They're going to relaunch that American. It's being made in there. With their, Florida. Well, all American tobacco. Oh. So cool. So it's got, and it's the only cigar that has a wrapper on it from our farm. So it's got Florida sun-grown wrapper. It's got Connecticut broadleaf binder. I didn't know you could grow wrapper here in Florida. And it's a true we, American. Yeah, that's, Florida was the second largest producer of wrapper. But it was mostly really? shade. Now, our sun-grown stuff, we will get wrapper, but not as much because it's, the, it's grown in full sun. Right. So the leaves get pretty heavy and right. thick because of the, the intense heat and sun. So his his cigar uh, has Pennsylvania uh, broadleaf in it as well. 
and then Connecticut's uh, Havana Seed Connecticut tobacco. So it's got five tobaccos, all United States grown, rolled by hand in the Tampa factory. So it's really cool. Small products, just two rollers. So it's, wow. it's going to be real small production. But it, it's a national brand. So if you're, you know, sell Diamond Crown cigars type of thing, that that brand will come out this year. Nice. Yeah. Now, Jeff was kind enough to give us these two boxes, so Ooh. stay tuned on our social media. We're going to give them away this week. Uh, you can get your chance to get a five-pack of some Florida Sun Grown. Yeah, and those are the ones blended by Willie, made it mm-hmm. made by Drew Estate. These are the ones that we uh, uh, give away during the Florida Barn Smoker. All right, um, it's fantastic. That's that's the one I smoked. That. And that's the first one that was that came out, right? Correct. Yeah. They the very first second first and second crops, hundred percent of that tobacco went to Drew Estate. Awesome, good mm-hmm. stuff. Fantastic. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Make sure you check out BarnSmoker.com if you want to check out the Florida Barn Smoker, or if you're in Kentucky or Connecticut, there's one there too. Yeah. So make sure if you're into farming and tobacco. And cigars and American grown. That's yes. American, 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 American grown. grown tobacco, which you didn't think. Florida Sun still grown. got butch. But uh, Jeff, thanks for being here. Thanks for having it's me. It's been no, a great cool. fun day. Yeah. And uh, next time you're on, I really want to see the state champion tractor race. <laughs> it was, it was fact, driving. Wait, send us a <laughs> photo. We'll put it up on our social okay, media. Yeah, all right. Send us a photo of that. I, I, uh, I can't believe we didn't. If we had more time, I get into what is it like to race a tractor, and how do we? It wasn't a race; it was a skill of driving. It was a skill. Yeah. It's a skill. It's a skill. They had him jumping the gates no, and going no. around, <laughs> going around the barrels. It's like pole vaulting. He trotted. And yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, special thanks to Jeff. He's going to be ca- hanging around. We're going to talk to Bob still next, and we're gonna, still going to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Keep it lit. Hey, cigar enthusiasts. Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Named after the most interesting man in the cigar world, the Nestor Miranda Special Selection is carefully made in Esteli, Nicaragua. Using only the finest Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, the cigar is oily to the touch and is second to none in construction. Available in both a dark, spicy, sweet Oscuro wrapper and a bold, full-bodied Rosado wrapper. For the tobacconist nearest you offering Nestor Miranda cigars, visit MiamiCigarAndCompany.com. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now, experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. To infinity and beyond. 
That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. I can barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Serie B Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Serie B Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Yeah. yeah. I like Kenny Chesney better. Yeah. This is I'm not, Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm not jiving with the music. It, is, is Arrow back in the box? Ooh. Ooh. You really don't like there. this, Abe? No, it's not my thing, bro. DJ Khaled? What's nope. good? I'm Adam K. The Brewmeister. With me, of course, on a stage, the lovely Lady M. We are here broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. And now we are pleased to welcome Bob Still of the Cigar Club of the Palm Beaches. The Cigar Club of the Palm Beaches' is to, purpose is to enhance the cigar experience of its members by providing networking opportunities, educational programs, and social functions. Bob, thanks for coming in. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, Bob. And, How are uh, you, Abe? Hanging in there. How about you? Great. Keep it lit. follow Jeff, man. He had some great stories. I, I loved you. it. Always good to have a guest like that on the air. Absolutely. Makes the time go fast, though. I know. Can you believe it? An hour and a half flew away just up. like that. Nice. And so much more I wanted to touch on. Uh, but you guys are having a golf tournament coming up. Yes, our second annual. Second annual. <clears throat> and uh, where are you holding it? It's at the Atlantis Country Club, ah. which is over by JFK Hospital, for mm-hmm. those that are more in tune to knowing where a location is that way my home away from home when i like to hit the range there a lovely go. course absolutely it is it's a beautiful golf course uh, and uh, how many people are you expecting well we're hoping between 80 to 100 always a good uh, number. last year we had 83 and uh we're hoping that we can top that this year nice that is a good number 
And it says here, uh, you've even got a hole-in-one car shot from Schumacher Subaru. Schumacher Subaru is providing a hole-in-one prize. Say that uh, six times fast. Schumacher Subaru. Schumacher Subaru. Schumacher Subaru. If the person hits the hole-in-one, they get the two-year lease on the car. So it's a great deal. You can save a payment for two years on the car. Hey, that's fantastic. Tell us about the uh, – get you some water there if you Thank need you. to quench that throat. Yeah. Uh, tell us about the uh, Greyhound Adoptions that's for. Well, the awesome Greyhound Adoptions Hounds and Heroes program is who actually is the benefactor of our event. And that organization works with the Palm Beach Kennel Club in that they take the dogs after they've retired as a racing dog, and they will actually turn these dogs into service dogs for the military here locally. Really? It's done totally free. It's 100%. I tell you, to be, be committed as a uh, member of, of the training staff for the AG, AGA is amazing because they, they live with these dogs for five months, train these dogs to, as I say, become a service dog, and then for another month they work with the vet to make sure that the dog and the vet work together. And then once then, they give them the dog absolutely free. Wow. Yeah, it's an amazing program. And they've been doing this since 2010. Now, how, how, how many years will a dog run in the racetrack before they retire the dog? About two. Oh, okay. About so two it's years. not that bad. So no, no, they're, they're still. And the dogs, you know, they've been literally bred to do nothing but that. But run. So, yeah. So once they're done with that, they're very docile as a, as a dog. And they're very strong. Do they have a hard obviously. time adapting to not having to run anymore? Well, take them near a racetrack, and they would be. <laughs> you know, but uh, don't show them a rabbit. Yeah, yeah. You, you want to keep them uh, uh, well, well walked and things right. of that sort. But Let no, they, they really, you know, they run their race, and then they pretty much they would go back to their pen and. And, and lay down, wow. and so it's pretty amazing with these dogs. Once they once they get the dog, they they're like I say, they're docile. They're very great dogs, though, for a service dog. Pretty cool, man. That's a great yeah. thing with the vets. Yeah, and, and it's no charge to the vets. Or no anybody. charge wow. to the vet. That's it costs great. about five thousand dollars though during the training process for the food. And time. again, the the well, volunteers are all yeah. It's all volunteer, but they still have vet bills and they have oh. the, the things that they have to take care of in that. And so last year, when our tournament, we raised sixty seven hundred dollars. And I said, oh. you know, we we helped one and a half dog. I don't know which other half of the dog that we got, whether we had the front <laughs> or the back end of the other dog. But but uh, but yeah, you know, there is a cost involved in you know just training the dogs and being involved in the, in the care for them. So. From that standpoint, that's why we do the fundraiser, and uh, and we're really proud to be a part of it. Now, if anybody wants more information on the golf tournament and how to get involved, where could they go? There's two ways. They can call me directly at 561-670-8489. Oh, you're a brave man. Or, oh, you I don't just mind just threw your phone all. out yeah. in the public universe. I don't mind. And, you know, if they got an issue, they can call me. <laughs> and uh, and then they, Or they can go to our website, which is www.cigarclubgolf.com. And everything is there. You register online. Your donation is done online through uh, PayPal or a regular credit card. And it's 100% tax deductible because all of the money goes to the club. Now, are there cigars at the event, too? Yes. We have, uh, uh, for the golfers, it's a $125 entry fee. You're going to get a bag of, uh, a swag bag, as we call it, which yeah. has a lighter in it. Uh, we, Vertigo always provides us with a really nice, high-quality nice. lighter. We have a package of cigars. We have a bunch of other goodies involved nice. as well. They're, this year, all the guys are going to get a ball cap. They get golf balls. So if you like cigars and you like golf, this is a great way to spend the day and help out a good cause. Absolutely. For Especially sure. if you want to help veterans, that's even more important. I, For sure. You had me at veterans. There you, you go. That's veterans. always a good time. 
Now, your organization, the Cigar Club of Palm Beaches, you guys get together once a month. You guys have right. social functions. If anybody yeah. local who lives anywhere in South Florida wants to get more information on how they can involve with your club, where do they go? Same thing. Call my number, 561-670-8489. Or, Brave guy. Or go to uh, cigarclubofthepalmbeaches.com. There you go. And we have a website that's set up for that, and uh, and you can get all the information. We have a great time. We get together the third Wednesday of every month. We go to cigar-friendly restaurants that are here in the Palm Beach County area. So we move around each month, and uh, and then we work with all the different cigar shops. And, and uh, you've been a terrific supporter of us, and we appreciate it so much. Um, we have a speaker every month usually. Not every month, but almost every month. And uh, this month we're meeting on the 19th at Twin Peaks. It's over on Palm Beach Gardens. Coming one of my new spots. And uh, and our, 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 a good friend of ours, uh, Pete Hernandez, will be there as one of our speakers. He's been on your show before. Oh, yeah. and Pete's, Pete's a great guy, and he come, he's going to come and talk about the Matilda cigar. Oh, nice. oh, very nice. Good. All you had to do is just offer him free food, right? That's it. That's, That's pretty it. much for, it. For Pete, all you got to do is offer him food. And, okay, if we had to pay the bill, we'd be broke. But, uh, Pete Hernandez, but the anyway. human version of Yelp in Florida. <laughs> right. But we do have a really great time with the people, and you know, there's no cost to be in the, be a member of our club. That's, oh, wow. that's an important part too. It's, right. it's, you know, this is it's a social atmosphere, and we want to just build on that. And we're all guys that none of us are aficionados. You know, we're not going to sit there and downgrade somebody or look at them and go, "Oh, well, you're smoking such and such." Just sharing the passion. We just have a great fun time yeah. together, and uh, and and so it's a it's been a real success. We have almost 300 members right now. You know my list. motto, Bob, right? Cigars like sex. You could do it alone, but it's always better with company. That's for sure. There you go. <laughs> Very much so. So make sure you check out Cigar Club of the Palm Beaches.com and Cigar Club Golf.com for any interest or just bravely call Bob. He'll be happy to take your call and is willing to chit chat with you if that needs to happen too. Or just send him an email at Bob at Cigar Club of the Palm Beaches.com. Always right. a good idea too if you're interested in any of those great events coming up in the near future. Bob, thanks for being here. Best of luck. Thank you so much. Way to support the Greyhounds and the veterans. All right, when we come back, it's time to see you belong in a cigar insane asylum. Keep it lit. If you had to pack a go bag, what would go in it? For Pepe Mendez, it was his rare Pilo Tico tobacco seeds, which he personally carried to the Dominican Republic half a century ago. In tribute, we introduced the Monte Cristo Pilo Tico Pepe Mendez a robust cigar with nutty, leathery notes and a slow burn that marks the rebirth of a golden age. Try the new Monte Cristo at your local cigar lounge, and you may want to pack one to go, too. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serenocigars.com. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinoza cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. For more information, visit EspinozaCigars.com. 
Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. I could barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? It's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I thought it was going to be Chariots of Fire there for a second. Almost. Right? <laughs> yeah. Didn't it sound like Chariots of Fire? I'm like, is he playing Chariots of Fire? The beginning, it sounded like it. Dun, 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 a little dun, bit. Dun, yeah. yeah. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the venerable Honest Abe and Lady M. Hey. Hi. Did you like your break? Yeah, I was listening. Mm-hmm. She was hanging out in the, the room with Colin. You look like you and Colin were having some in-depth chat. We were. I never see Colin talk that much to Paul when he's in there. <laughs> no one reason. talks that way to Paul. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how do we go? We've all become such Paul bashers. I haven't said anything. Listen, I always back up Paul. You do. That's why I'm saying coming from you would really yeah, hurt his feelings. Every once in a while, you gotta just like let it out, little by little. Uh, make sure you check out the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page. Participate in this week's caption contest. Take home a fantastic prize from our good friends over at Zykar, who also will be our guest next week. Oh, really? Yes. The Zykar folks are coming on. Kurt Van Kempel. Oh, will be very here. nice. Is he in town or is he calling in? I have no idea. Probably calling in. Probably calling. He's probably busy in Missouri. 
I'm actually proud to say, hey, I know somebody who lives in Kansas. Because <laughs> one of those states, like, who, who would you ever, ever know that lives in Kansas? That's what I feel about Delaware. You always hear oh, people about going to I, Delaware. Delaware's not that. Yeah, uh, Delaware doesn't do it to me like Kansas. I, my family's from Delaware. I had a pizza house in Delaware. Kansas, Nebraska, Montana. I, I don't think I would ever know anybody from any of those states. Yeah, I, I know a that. girl named Montana. Are you from, from Nebraska? Nebraska. Nebraska. A corn husker. A husker. There you go. Looks it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Errol. Oh my God! Uh, special thanks to Jeff Borschwitz for being here, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, coming down for the weekend. You know, and you actually, because you know Jeff's like outdoorsy Manny. Yeah. You actually came down in a forty-five foot. Yeah, I came down in a motorhome. So. Forty-five <laughs> foot motorhome. I'm going after the show to look at this thing. Listen, I've already been fishing this morning before I even came on the show. But didn't catch anything though. No, I didn't catch anything. Wow. Not even a sunburn, but it was a, <laughs> Not it was even a sunburn. <laughs> but you, but you're traveling with this thing. You you want to hit the road, dude? I'm driving it to the IPCPR. You are not. <laughs> that I is am. so awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'm like Robin Williams, man. I want to do that RV thing with the kids across the country. Oh so, my god, yeah, that's so, got to be what a four day drive. I don't know. I've never done it. But so do, you, yeah. do you park it and you stay in it for the whole th- trade show? Here's the thing. Circus Circus has a RV, RV part. Yep. But guess what? You look at the Yelp reviews on it. Everybody's RV gets broken into. They said, oh. don't go there. You'll get everything stolen. So I don't know. We're gonna. Well, I'll probably park it and stay at the hotel where the convention yeah. is because those days are so long anyway. But, yeah, that's how I'm getting there. Are you really going to I'm going to be like John Madden. Remember when he used to drive? <laughs> yeah. John Madden. Who <laughs> he Emily, never who flew. Emily, who Emily doesn't know who he is. Yeah, the well, football coach. Yeah, yeah, on, the, to... on the video games. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Because, 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 her, because her son and her, her husband play at Madden. That's how she knows who it is. Yeah, so, but, yeah, he was afraid of flying. That's right. He wouldn't fly as a coach anywhere. He had a bus. And yeah. he took, and, and every Did he Sunday, make all the players bus it, too? No, no, no. no, no. Here's the thing. Every Sunday he was on TV. For for the he was yeah. a, the color man he, yeah. was the, he was the best one too yep. by the way yep. Yep. And he was the one that brought the little chalkboard in. You yeah know, see, the you lines know, mm-hmm. that's right and so he wouldn't fly so he had the Madden bus mm-hmm. and he used to drive that thing everywhere that's great what so, about when he was a coach though I don't think he flew then either he he as I've always known since I was born he, he took a bus everywhere yeah he had a he phobia hates, of flying yeah he had a big phobia of flying what um. What? How many days are you planning on taking to get to Vegas? That's the interesting thing. I mean, you're, you're not going to drive straight. Are you going to make no, stops? Gotta, gotta, no, we're gonna make they're going to do the tour. Yeah, That's go right. to the Grand Canyon, yeah, do all yeah, that fun yeah, stuff. We'll be smoking cigars along the way. That's hilarious. That's what, so cool. What's the longest trip you've done so far with it? A week up to Pigeon Forge, where you went. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Tennessee, you were yeah, telling me you were right. up there. That's right. Anybody, if oh, you the kids had to love that. Yeah, if you haven't been to Pigeon Forge yep. and, and you got kids, it's a great place great to go. Great town. And 20 minutes away is Gatlinburg. Where if you have any kind of sitter or whatever, it's a nice nightlife yeah. for adults too. Yeah, so it's got the you know the combination between mountains and then yep. you know where your kids will get bored stiff inside a cabin in the mountains where mm-hmm. you know most old people like to go and stuff. Oh, but you go like to heaven. but you go to, but when you're in Pigeon Forge, you get both and you uh-huh. got go kart more. I've never oh, seen some go kart cars. Indoor skydiving? Did you take the toys? Well, you got one Everything. in Orlando anyway. Every, it doesn't basically, matter. what Orlando's International Drive has? Yeah, Pigeon Forge has. Yeah, nice. uh-huh. very cool stuff. Everything Dollywood. I mean, it's just nuts. But when we went, we stayed in a log cabin. We stayed in a log cabin right in Pigeon Forge. And... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and hung out in Gatlinburg. And let me tell you something. We did Pigeon Forge a couple of years ago. Last year, we did Chattanooga. Both and are fun. We did Chattanooga and Nashville. Yep. So it was. It, we, we like Tennessee. And let me tell you something. Honestly, I don't know if you experienced this, but I always talk about this. 
there's something about the hospitality and the niceness of people when you yep. get into the region. That's right. They're just also polite. There's a reason there it's called. Wasn't, have you ever heard of New York hospitality? I don't think no. so. It's Southern hospitality. Let me tell you something. There's not one person you walk by who doesn't say good morning. Yep. How you doing? You walk into the elevator, someone's going to talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just the way it is. I mean, it's mind-boggling, but you, you feel it as soon as you hit the stage. This is my nightmare. Talking to people? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't do well then at all. you no. do not go. Adam doesn't care. No, he Shocked, doesn't. I tell you. No, you, you wouldn't do well Too at all. Too many people. But no, I love it. No, it's cool. Wow. RV. Amazing. Yeah, good fun times. All right. This has been a great episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. Make sure you check out the uh, KMA Talk Radio Facebook page. Going to get used to saying that. Yes. It's going to be a lot of Talk exciting radio. stuff. We're going to Jeff has generously given us some Florida sun-grown tobacco cigars. We're going to give those away. Make There's sure two different batches. Two different batches. Yes. Yeah. Let me explain there. So you got the 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 boxes of twenty, the which comes in a robusto, a toro, bellicoso, and a six by sixty. That has the Brasilia Ariparaca wrapper. The limited edition Toro is a box press one, and that uses the Connecticut Broadleaf. Got it. So, so just so we know love them both, up. and they're both from this year's vintage, or this is a previous no, vintage. Two thirteen and two fourteen. Two thousand thirteen oh. and fourteen. Yeah. Nice. Now, Age. since you're now getting yeah. into these multiple years of vintages, have yeah. you noticed a change in the way the tobaccos come out from certain years, or if there was a certain it was more it was more it, wet, or there was just or it was more rainy every year, year. Every year it gets better. The mm-hmm. taste doesn't change so much, but your yields and the quality of leaf, meaning when we talked about wrapper, mm-hmm. it's hardest to grow wrapper because it can't have any imperfection. And the biggest challenge we have in Florida for, for insects is there's yeah. grasshoppers. We don't get those little grasshoppers. When these things fly, they look like a bird. So they're big, <laughs> and those things, they love our tobacco. So they, they like to eat it, and then you have some bugworms, too. They're like, we haven't seen this in 30 years, man. Let's chow down on this. Yeah. It's something new, and, boy, they come from everywhere. So, anyway, so, uh, you know, if you have a hole in it, that's not going to become a wrapper. And then also hailstorms. That's our other thing. Oh. We can't, we've can't. we got the bugs under control. We figured that out. But when the hail comes. The hail, it's... man. Last year we had a bad one, too, and it just blew everything over, and the tobacco were going all different directions, and it's hard to work. You know, when you look down, let's say you're looking down rows of tobacco, and all the stalks are supposed to be straight, so you can walk down those rows, because otherwise, so when you get a bad thunderstorm like we get in the afternoon, yeah, it it blows them over. So then when the workers walk through the field, when you're doing the the harvesting, and you're going to start snapping leaves, too. So your yields come down. So every year, our tobacco gets cleaner, less holes, things like that, but the flavor doesn't change. That's going to be the same, whether Mm -hmm. it's a 13 or 14, but it's the amount of tobacco you get. The amount of uh, potential wrapper you have is different. We got time, right? Because I, I got a really unique question. Okay, for yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I think most anybody who knows you knows you were very politically active for many yes. years, involved the CRA, lobbying, working with politicians constantly. You would call me regularly and say, "Hey, you need to go see this dude yeah. in your district," you know. But you of all people, how are you? Because you're, you're unique compared to a lot of the other manufacturers now with your manufacturing hat on that we've had on the show, your product is neither predicate date nor because it's full of sun-grown tobacco can be predicate blends. Correct. How are you anticipating dealing with what's going to happen with the you, FDA? You've heard of the saying, he bet the farm. You bet the farm yeah. that it's and not so, going to... I bet the farm on this, but I got... <laughs> it's to bet the farm on it. Literally, the man so, bet the farm, ladies you know, and gentlemen, literally. But, but here's the thing. That's why when I tell politicians... 
that the impact this is going to have. Because listen, basically what they want to now you have do, a homegrown story. That's right. You're going to kill farmers. You. You're going to yeah. Right. yeah. All that's of right. these workers are out of Packers. work. Right. And and so that adds to the. I'm telling you, that's part of the motivation. I said if these guys are going to put a hurting on people. Then let's because uh, let's make it homegrown hurt. That's right. And so that's one of the things that when when they wanted the industry to stay still for eight years because we didn't know what was happening. Right. They kept hanging this thing over your head. Oh, what's FDA reg- regulations yeah. going to look like and this option one and option two stuff? So I was like, you know, we can't just sit around doing nothing. Let's keep going like we would as if this wasn't going to happen. Because I got it. Here, here's the thing. I I I'm not I'm not going to say I'm a very religious guy, but I believe in God and I believe that everything happens for a reason. Whenever something wrong goes on, just step back because it happened for a reason, mm-hmm. right? And and also I'm a good uh, my my gut feeling I go with the gut a lot and these, there's a saying that your gut knows what your mind hasn't figured out yet, and working so much time in Washington I was like, I just don't see these that reds. Path. Yeah, I, I see them trying to do it, but I just don't see this sticking. Either we're going to win it in court, or we're going to have politicians to say, listen, this is not what we intended on doing, and we got to stop this. So I I really felt. That in the end... You're thinking greater reason will eventually prevail. Correct. Mm-hmm. And Abe, I'll tell you what. <laughs> no, no, no. I understand that's, that's hard Ugh. for people to believe in politics. But when I got involved, two things happened. When I first went to Washington, D.C., I went and saw Harry Reid. His chief of staff told me when they see a business guy come to Washington, D.C., and he hands his card and he puts it there at the, at the receptionist, and it's not a lobbyist, it's a big red flag for them because they say, why did this guy leave his business, travel all the way to the United States Senate, and sit there walk in the halls to tell us about a problem? There must be really a problem here. So when you see Democrats and Republicans both agreeing that what the FDA is doing to us is wrong. But I, I walked in a lot of offices where the person didn't even care. Yeah, but didn't that's right. There's 470 story. members, though. We don't need 470. Right. You only need 220. So that's we're not trying to get everybody, right. but there are a lot of people that do care. Right. And so when you see both sides of the aisle saying, listen, this shouldn't be happening, generally you're right. And I believe that this is going to happen. And, and look what's happening when Donald Trump got elected. Look at how everything's moving in the right direction now. So I believe that we're going to get this stuff fixed. That's probably the most positive mm-hmm. uh you know, we've heard yeah. from anybody on the show. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Lady M, we're gonna, let's see now who belongs this week in a cigar insane asylum brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. Just go ahead. Oh, we're not going to do yeah. my intro? Just music. Oh, Just okay. Music. I like this. <laughs> this week's inductee could be giving us a glimpse into the future. Building a relationship with the perfect partner takes time. Sometimes you have to build the partner first. A 31-year-old artificial intelligence engineer in China claims to have married a female robot he created from scratch. <laughs> Zhang, he Paul loves doing this. Zhang Hai, Chinese name, I can't pronounce, so I'm just going to shorten it. <laughs> built the Fembot last year and named her Ying Ying. <laughs> he recently married his creation this week, according to sources. If that's legal, I'm not sure. Ying Ying reportedly can be can identify Chinese characters and images, and even say simple words. Zhang not only made his robot his bride, but he made her the official spokesperson of his company, a startup called brain of things the marriage was a traditional though not legally binding marriage uh, or chinese ceremony as is the custom yingying wore a black dress and had a red scarf draped over her head zhang told the press that uh, he plans to upgrade yingying so she can talk and move around and even do housework and more congratulations uh, <laughs> crazy i already, <laughs> I already see the expression Everybody could use a little yin yang. <laughs> you, you need a yin yang in your yes. life? 
This is going to become a euphemism for something somewhere. This is, this is very Look much real. Pi- Look at this picture. Oh, my. He walked, yeah. She's a robot. I Indian. think he's on to something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she doesn't talk back. <laughs> If you can't beat them, just make one for yourself. Yes, master. <laughs> yin yin. Of course, okay. that's the things he programmed her to say. <laughs> of course. Oh, my. All right. Next week, Kurt Van Kempel of Zykar and Randy Tari Enan of Poke and Smoke Cigar Smoking Device. Poke and Smoke. With yin yin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with yin yin. Poke and Smoke with yin yin. It's going to be a fantastic time. Make sure you tune in. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> Till next time, and as always, make sure you are keeping it lit. There you go. Spirit Rhino, West Palm Beach, is the number one place to party in South Florida, featuring the hottest ladies performing daily. Spearmint Rhino offers $20 dances anytime. $10 dances on Tuesday with half-price champagne rooms. $3 premium drinks Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Get here early, Friday and Saturday, for half-price bottle service till 1 a.m. Spearmint Rhino features the hottest in new music with a party atmosphere that can't be beat. Parties are our specialty, so let us host your bachelor or bachelor Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sangro Maduro.